welcome to Astro Talks with Los Angeles-based professional astrologer, Astro Chris, your source for weekly astrology, spiritual talk, and moon magic. Your energetic support is much appreciated, and I thank you for your five-star rating. You are a star. Gracias. This week's astrology has a lot of movement happening. We have Venus changing signs. We have Mars and Saturn in communication. And we also have a very aspected full moon. So let's get started. Let's recap the energy of the moon uh, during this week. So we start off the week with a moon in Sagittarius at the later degrees. And that's on Sunday. And around late Sunday, early Monday, the moon goes into Capricorn. And then the moon ingresses to Aquarius Wednesday. And then the moon ingresses to Pisces Friday and is there for the weekend. So then by that point, we have a new forecast for the week to speak about. So we're starting from mutable to mutable, mutable Sagittarius, all the way to mutable Pisces energy. And then we end the week that way. So that's the flavor of the moon. Now on Monday, Venus makes an opposition to a retrograde Pluto, which is a purging aspect. Now Venus and Pluto are discussing very heavy things venus in the sign of cancer still at this point is talking about her emotions and how things made her feel and how lack of nurturing or crossing of boundaries or disrespectful actions still are hurtful and something that is carried very deep so venus is ready to discuss these things now pluto retrograde will bring some internalization but this is ideal to purge things out quickly this is removing toxins from the body whether it's like physical toxins or energetic to toxins from the body. It's also talking about severing behaviors that are no longer serving you around the dynamics of love and power. Now, Venus being in the sign of Cancer still at this point, when she makes an exact opposition to Pluto, the moon had just entered the sign of capricorn and the moon is influencing venus as venus is in the moon's ruling house so this is also bringing this energy in to the capricorn house and a lot of dynamics around going deep within and letting things out emotions that have been brewing inside you for such a long time they're just gonna be like pushed out it's like um that energy that when you gotta go you gotta go <laughs> so it's similar to that where just like things are gonna come out and this is something that needed to come out so you're able to move on and you're able to 
no longer keep these emotions within which are causing a lot of issues like self-esteem issues health issues um, self-worth issues because venus is in charge of how we love ourselves and when it's an aspect to pluto pluto questions behaviors questions things or situations that maybe are not considered so loving so pluto brings the darkness into light so you can be more aware and then transform in evolutionary astrology pluto is very important as it talks about the evolution of the soul so when we do have a venus opposition to pluto it is a quite deep and transformative transit but it's a great opportunity especially if you have planets around um i want to say between 22 degrees all the way to the end 29 degrees of cancer and capricorn because you're able to then feel this more personally within your chart and release everything that no longer serves you and create a new chapter in your life as you're evolving your soul your mind your spirit so that's happening on monday then we did start off the week with mars squaring saturn so there was some tough energy there they were both at 22 degrees i did make a video in regard to that so you guys can check that out it's going to be listed as my recently posted video we also have venus making a trine to neptune so at the same time that venus makes an opposition to pluto she makes a beautiful trine to neptune and neptune venus aspects are all about unconditionality so at this point venus is still in cancer making a trine to neptune in pisces so this is a water flowy trine i love venus neptune aspects that are positive like conjunctions trines and sextiles because they put romance in the air or they do help with feeling more love or more appreciation for things this is a great aspect to just immerse yourself in music or spend the day being very artistic and drawing writing poetry this is also great for journaling so at the same time we're having this deep purge you can also be doing an activity such as something connected to art therapy so you can maybe do some guided art meditation or um, automatic drawing and see what you come up with and then analyze what you drew and what information you got from your artistic creation so this can be also therapeutic and tapping into the energy of neptune it's something that gets really deep into that subconscious so you just set the intention that whatever you're drawing is to release things that are not serving you and to tap into that subconscious and you do it through this venus 
trine neptune aspect which is very very beautiful we also have venus making an opposition to the moon on tuesday as the moon is getting ready to leave the sign of capricorn and at the same time venus is still making that opposition to pluto as she's very close to pluto remember pluto travels very slow it's still a separating aspect but pluto is there so you can start doing any of these activities where you're releasing all through monday tuesday and a little bit of wednesday that's when this energy is the strongest then on wednesday we have the sun forming a square to the north node and the south node which are going to be big players in the full moon that happens the day after on thursday that's when we have the full moon we also have venus going into the sign of leo so she separates from that intense opposition to pluto but now is going to be transiting the sign of leo which is squaring the nodes so this leo house is big in the activity that's ha happening right now as venus is the ruler of taurus and she's now in a house that's squaring that energy that she rules so it, it's going to be very, a very powerful transit for venus and leo uh, venus and leo is actually a very lovely transit as well as venus enjoys the sign of leo um, she is not necessarily as feminine but she's still very connected to the arts and creativity which are all things that venus likes now on that same day the sun makes a square to uranus and um we also have mars sextiling neptune and then we end the week with mercury in virgo making an opposition to the moon in pisces so mercury in virgo um, is actually a very great transit and mercury is the only planet in astrology that's considered exalted in one of the signs that it rules so it functions very well in virgo this means that your virgo house is reorganizing itself wherever you have this virgo energy in your natal chart is structuring it's perfecting it's clearing it's scheduling so it's calendaring a very tight and concise routine but when it makes that opposition to the moon and then it also makes an opposition to neptune shortly after you see the energy of virgo kind of get a little bit more blurry a little bit less fine-tuned and focused so it could be a time that you feel a little absent-minded especially if you're a person that's ruled by mercury like gemini's and virgos they're gonna get influenced a little more with this energy so just keep in mind it's gonna feel a little bit like mercury retro but it's not mercury retro yet so let's go back to thursday the full moon in aquarius and this is the chart that i have up here now the full moon in aquarius is actually a very significant full moon because this is also a super moon and this is the fourth super moon of the year now when we think of the energy of a super moon it's much closer to the earth 
And we know that the moon controls the water, the tides, influence, influences the liquids on Earth. This is the last super moon of the year. And we ended up having four super moons this year. Now, the moon does influence the energy, the liquids on Earth. So as you can see, the intensity is much more magnified because we have a full moon, which is pulling in information. Also, moons, full moons are all about the energetic feel of things and the feminine energy is in flow and whenever we have a full moon the feminine and masculine energy are harmonizing and balancing now in some situations it may seem like themes around feminine or more subtle energies are fluctuating and more emotional or more highlighted or moody like moon moody and it's because the moon has fulfilled its strongest point so it's illuminated in the sky and it's actually competing with the sun in some way some shape some form as it is illuminating the sky just like the sun illuminates the sky during the day so it's trying to compete for that fullness now after the full moon things tend to wean and we go into the fruition state where we can gather our harvest but the full moon is a phase in which something comes into a culmination but it's also connected with having great gratitude it kind of highlights what is about to be given to you as a manifestation so it's not necessarily a very strong manifestation manifestation point it is a very strong point in the cycle that shows you this is what you can get think of it as a tree with fruit the full moon would be when you find out that the tree has fruit however the fruit hasn't ripened it still needs to stay on the tree so it can plump up so then you can start picking it once it's ready once the fruit is completely healthy and just needs you know a few days off the tree to completely ripen so this full moon is actually incredibly intense there's a lot of things happening as we have the moon at 19 degrees forming a very close conjunction to Saturn at 22 degrees. And we also have the North Node at 17 and we have Uranus at 18 degrees, which is still triggering that Uranus conjunction to the North Node because Uranus is going to sit at that 18 degree mark for a while. We have Mars making its very close exit at 25 degrees Taurus but he's still in the energy of Taurus so he's still a big part in this square and this is also something that affects the Scorpio house because that's where we have the south node in Scorpio and Mars is also the ruler of the south node so as you can see 
everything that we've been hearing about the fixed signs is still into play and this full moon is bringing that emphasis back now in general the moon in astrology when we're looking at mundane interpretations the moon represents the people and saturn represents the governments now saturn and aquarius has been bringing a lot of innovations and restructuring systems that are going to help humanity at large that are supposed to be helping humanity at large and in this full moon since the moon is so close to saturn it is bringing up themes of being more centered and more serious and more detached from emotions so we can really intellectually process the news the information or the situations that we're about to have conscious awareness to now i really do think that and i'm a person that's really tapped tapped into my emotions in addition to having a lot of logic i do have a virgo moon so i tend to bounce from my Pisces emotional sun to my Virgo moon where it gets practical and more grounded. But I do feel that there's times that we have to, instead of embodying things just emotionally, we have to embody things logically and then detach from it so we can see the big picture. And this is easier said than done. And it's usually when we take perspectives. I like doing this exercise when I am dealing with a situation that is personal to me. And it's hard to see everyone's perspective in that situation or everyone's um, side of the story until you put yourself out of it and think of, oh, what if my friend was coming to me with this same exact situation? How would I answer them? How, how would I guide them, counsel them, or um, assist them in you know, the question that they're asking? And when we leave that emotional attachment aside, we can see that we can take perspectives from all sides and come to a very neutral agreement that's benefiting the majority of the people. It might not benefit every single person in the situation but it's going to be pretty neutral and benefit more people so that is exactly what this moon and saturn aspect is asking of us we have to detach a little from our emotions see the perspectives and we might be triggered by having a very fixed mentality and not wanting to do a lot of changes or a lot of modifications because we do have a very strong square to the Taurus placements but this is actually a separating square and this means that the themes that come up right now are a continuation of what's been happening since later July and you might hear new news or more information at this point but because mars is now going forward and even though he doesn't favor the sign of taurus as much 
Mars is in a Saturn deacon and Mars is exalted in the sign of Capricorn. So it actually gains some strength in this part of the Taurus house so it can go and plummet through and take action and like, you know, run to the end of the line, like get to the end of the race. So Mars is getting some assistance from Saturn there and it's ready to go to the finish line. Additionally, Saturn at 22 degrees is bringing up themes in regard to government. Now, according to Nikola Stojanovic and his theory, the 22 degree was connected to Capricorn, which is all about structures, career, status, achievement, massive amounts of money, and themes around the parental axis. It's also it's also a degree that's connected to blockages, delays, and some type of overpowering authority. So it's a very hard degree to deal with. Now, we started off the week with Mars forming an actual square to Saturn. At this point during the full moon, Mars is separating and Mars is at 25 degrees which is actually his degree as the 25th degree is ruled by Aries. So here is Mars with a lot of dig dignity by deacon, by degree, and also by leaving a very difficult square. Now, at the same time, we have Venus moving into the sign of Leo. No longer are the moods and the ebbs and flow of the Cancer house affecting us because now Venus has entered Leo, which is going to be under the rulership of the sun. And this is going to stabilize the energy of Venus a little because now Venus is not changing archetypes every single time the moon goes into another sign now venus does form again some tough aspects and she's going to be a big player this month as then she forms squares to the planets as she rules in taurus currently she's also going to form an opposition to saturn eventually in this transit but venus and leo in general is talking about what we love and also our creative and romantic side it also brings in a lot of conversations about expressing things that you love in a way that are fueling your creativity or you're creating a project or a venture such as self-employment to be considered a child of sorts so you bring this project from beginning stages and then take it to something that may um, blossom and grow. So it's a birthing phase. It's very fertile. Now, Venus is not super fertile in the sign of Leo, but she is very romantic, which can seed opportunities to 
um, conceive or to expand the family or just to expand love in general. So um, I, I find the Venus Leo transit very pleasant, but she has been having some tough aspects because of all the fixed energy um, with the other planets layout. Um, Venus here is just continuing that conversation that the sun started. Now, the full moon is happening exactly at 19 degrees. And the 19th degree is actually ruled by Venus. Venus is currently at zero degrees. Now, any planet at zero degrees is actually ruled by the sign that the planet is in so if venus is at zero degrees of leo the zero degree is going to correlate to the energy of leo so based on this venus is in the degree that is influenced by the sun and the sun is in the degree that venus influences 19 degrees has an angelic protection as it's an energy that attracts a lot of harmony and balancing it's actually connected to libra and libra is very social it's also a negotiating energy it's a very diplomatic and justice seeking energy it likes to make sure that there is a beautiful balance within the parties so everyone is happy and maybe not everyone gets equal share but it always thrives to make sure that it's justified and that it's more balanced than off balance so like that everyone is pretty much satisfied so in general when you see a 19 degree full moon and then we also see that the moon ruler which is saturn in this case at 22 and the sun is at 19 degrees which is being influenced by venus the main influence here is governments and how they're harmonizing certain laws and systems and how this is going to feel more of a benefit or at least a sort of balancing act for both parties, the king, the king's court, and the kingdom, the subjects in the kingdom. So whenever we have a full moon in Aquarius, the real theme around this full moon is about freedom. And the people here are feeling some type of restriction in regard to their expression of freedom. The moon is in a Mercury deacon and Mercury is in great dignity. It is at 12 degrees and that's a Pisces degree. So it becomes a little bit more unfocused and blurry. But this is just a phase of his Virgo transit where he just has to shift the focus. And in order for us to shift the focus, we have to go out of the trans a little, go back into it. So it's just like a little web and flow of him being able to change gears. So as you can see, there is a lot of activity, a lot of push in the fixed signs. There's also some positive things forming. The last one I wanted to focus on was Mars forming a applying trying to Pluto. 
And whenever Mars and Pluto are in conversation, especially a positive aspect, it brings tremendous power and execution. And these two are a big deal right now because the south node is in Scorpio and Mars is the ancient ruler of Scorpio while Pluto is the modern ruler. So them being in conversation just talks about that we are able to clear themes around the Scorpio house which could be connected to budgeting, to loans, to taxes, to assistance of some sort that has conditions of paying back, to inheritance. So you the, these things are going to come up and they might not be easy to experience. An example, there might be something tied into an inheritance that you received and now you're having to revisit because there are some legal things that might have came up again the 19th degree is libra libra rules the justice system so it could be that things come up where you have to kind of tidy up but it's just finishing up the process it's really cleansing that house so pay attention to all your fixed houses especially if you have any planets in the fixed signs or you have your moon sun ascendant in those fixed signs you're doing great cleansing around that axis and lastly we have the part of fortune which is that calculation of the sun the moon and the ascendant and it, again this chart is casted for the los angeles area we have the part of fortune at 13 degrees in cancer and that is exactly where fixed star series is sitting now we've started the week with the lion's gate portal which is when the sun hits that 15 degree mark of leo that is the middle of the zodiac sign of leo and it's also connected to the helical rising of sirius because the sun is far enough for us to see sirius rising in the morning right before the sun is rising and this marked the beginning of the new egyptian year and we have the part of fortune right on that star so the part of fortune is not a point or a planet that we're going to visually see but it is an energetic calculation it is an energetic point and sitting on sirius is just again bringing in that coding that is happening and we're getting encoded new information in regard to the conscious evolution this is what the age of aquarius is this is why it's such a big deal that we are transmuting from the age of pisces to the age of aquarius because even though the age of pisces created a lot of spiritual foundations in, in us it was more connected to the subconscious so a lot of the spiritual foundations also got lost in the subconscious and we were not made aware conscious versus the energy of aquarius is to make the subconscious conscious meaning we need to not forget what we learned or what we embodied through the energy of pisces or the age of pisces we need to make our mind body and soul aware so then we can tap into those talents and 
create a better humanity for ourselves, create a better life here on earth. And this is why the age of Aquarius is super exciting because these themes are coming into consciousness and it's not just coming in where one individual is becoming aware of this energy or these new influences. It's a massive amount of people now now not everyone is going to understand this there's just some people that are, they're not meant to everyone has their place but there is going to be a huge majority of people that are ready for this information they're ready to change they're ready to evolve and this is not just because they hear other people talk about this it's because they feel a true calling within their heart center within their third eye within their crown that they're being called to accept this information and to evolve to a new person evolve this new soul and really unlock the hidden gifts within so it's a beautiful beautiful point to be highlighted especially during this week since we do have Sirius that's going to be visible in the sky and that's going to start on Monday I am going to be hosting a Lionsgate portal if you guys are interested or you catch this early enough to enroll I advise you to you can always catch the replay we're going to do a quantum jumping meditation and I also explain more on Sirius and you get to learn all that so you can always catch the recording as this is going to be active all the way to the 16th so if you're interested go ahead and click on the description you'll see a link there so i really want to thank you for your time thank you for being here and your energetic support hope to catch you live on ig for astro talks ask the astrologer segment this was the scoop for the week. This was the news of the stars. And as always, stay curious, keep an open mind, and love and light. So, what's in your stars? Catch you later. Bye.